0: Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub.
1: Tell everyone what you just did, please, I'm dying.
0: Put my hoodie on the wrong way around so the hood was over my face and I couldn't see anything.
1: When you pulled it down and the hood caught your forehead <laughs> and the hood covered your face, that was one of the best moments of my week so far, catching that. Oh,
0: nice. That was so funny
1: because then you had your arms up and you go, oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they got me. Yeah. I'm trapped and I can't get out. Wait, who's they? The, the establishment. <laughs> <laughs> the patriarchy. <laughs> the
1: patriarchy. They want women to put their hoodies on backwards? That's right. I had no clue.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you've ever seen The Handmaid's Tale, they, they want us blinkered and hooded and compliant and silent and full of babies. That's what they're hoping for. So it felt like a real moment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not a leap with Mary Jane. Not a leap. Never. (laughs) Well, what up, Mary Jane? How's it
0: going, Mike?
1: Good. Welcome to Weed and Grub, everyone. It's a podcast where one, I'm sorry I lost my voice. Two, it's about comedy. Cannabis. Cooking. Culture. Calling shit out.
0: And uh, crushing the patriarchy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we'll strap in.
0: And fun things, too.
1: That would be fun.
0: Crushing the patriarchy, yeah. I mean, it would truly give me every every joy. I would have a great time doing it. Yeah. Remember last year when the Dobbs decision came down in June and I hired a personal trainer?
1: I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, I only know <laughs> Dobbs as a tire company. Oh. So, what are you talking about? The
0: Dobbs decision is the decision that was made by the US Supreme Court that reversed 50 years of Roe v. Wade being enshrined in federal legislation for guaranteeing women the right to an abortion. Whoa. The Dobbs decision is the decision that came down on June 24th last year by the current Supreme Court that took away that right. And 10 months out, we're having some crazy times with abortion bans around the country that are really f- fucking people over. Yeah. And I'm glad you're taking that opportunity to have a glass of water because you know I could talk about this forever. Yo,
1: you said something that made my mouth go dry. <laughs> my straight up mouth just like disappeared. It All this, all this condensation mm-hmm. just went... <laughs> And it, it filled in my cells because yeah. you're saying some crazy shit.
0: It is crazy shit. And it's, you know, not always fun shit, but um, I don't know. It's what I'm kind of living, breathing, sleeping and eating right now because of just what's going on sort of, you know, around the country with women. And uh, uh, yeah, so. Um, making jokes about putting on my hoodie on wrong also leads to that in my brain because (laughs) I'm like, you know, and it is hard to talk about, like it really is. And it's, you know, it's, it's uncomfortable and people don't really want to do it, but man, I'm, I'm all about it leaning in.
1: If we're going to ever do a podcast, we got to create the fucking space to talk about this shit, right?
0: Yeah. For real. Otherwise, why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? I mean, yeah, I, I like, it was actually, I think the day of the Dobbs decision we recorded last June. And I was like, I, I kind of need to go off about it. And you like totally fucking gave me the space. And producer Mark chimed in in the other room was like, yeah, we're fucking here to hear you talk about how you want to get jacked so you can punch fascists at protests. Yeah, And that was really helpful for me. And now, of course, it's like 10 months later, I haven't gotten jacked yet. But um, I am like I was just it was so funny. I was thinking like, oh, I've got to like kind of get back on the workout train because I do um, foresee myself maybe not throwing punches, but definitely going to protests and showing up physically in some spaces where I would love to feel like i'm in great shape to take care of myself yeah again so i like kind like of really come around. march yeah yeah because yeah, yeah, like yeah. i think you know I, I did work out with uh heiress who was fucking awesome for a minute and then like we traveled and i ate a lot of ice cream sandwiches and i got off my beaten path to become as jacked as the lumberjack i follow uh who i put in my instagram stories today because she's a female lumberjack and it, she's the hottest thing I've ever seen.
1: Ooh, does she do the whole suspenders thing? She just splits and,
0: wood wearing tank tops and I don't care.
1: My mouth's dry again. She's, Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> yeah, if, if Gabers ever finds out about her, his fucking <laughs> Instagram explore page is going to be... Over, <laughs> she's the hottest, strongest lumberjack in the world.
1: That sounds great for me too. Yeah, yeah, and
0: I want to be like that. Hell yeah! So
1: split some wood. Yeah, yeah. I also maybe. uh, What well, we change the subject? We don't need but to change the subject. I like the, the idea like that, this. like, when you talk about, like, um, you said Trader Joe's, right? Yeah. Ice cream sandwiches. Oh, you said ice cream sandwiches, oh, and Trader be- Joe's yes. has the best ice cream sandwiches, Sublime. hands down, full on with the. Tiny chocolate chips pressed into the vanilla with a soft Toll House-style cookie on top.
0: Such a good job.
1: Oh, my God. Great job, guys. And it's, again, Joe, the patriarchy, ruining (laughs) you with ice cream sandwiches. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's trying
0: to keep me fat and in the kitchen. (laughs) Fuck you, Joe. (laughs) I'm going to eat your sandwiches, and then I'm going to go do a bunch of- Push-ups. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, listen, I got to get on a regimen because I truly like I'm, I haven't been drinking alcohol or smoking cigarettes at all. And I have been like making up the, uh, and I don't know if people are like, oh girl, she smokes cigarettes. I do sometimes when I drink, um, wine, I will smoke cigarettes and it's like part and parcel of giving up both at the same time. It's like, yeah, I want to get away from that and like, be, you know, just super on track to be the best fucking healthiest version of myself I can possibly be. So I can't do those things but ice cream sandwiches are filling filling a gap <laughs> they're filling a gap yep yeah so now i need to wean myself off the ice cream sandwiches We'll see what's coming next.
1: Fill that gap in.
0: Yeah, I mean, I did bring some a trader. Speaking of Trader Joe's, some other cookies, not ice cream cookies, but just regular cookies to try because I don't know. This is this is my joy right now. I'm I'm like snacking and hanging. I've got these maple pancake snaps from Trader Joe's.
1: Pancake inspired butter cookies. I
0: mean, I thought we should try them on the podcast. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a
1: good thing to try. Uh, what? Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> why are we recording? Let's just eat some snacks and kick it. I'm
0: so glad that Natasha and Sarahs just both got us perfectly stoned before we recorded. I'm too. fucking ripped. Check out Not For Nothing. Uh, Sarah and Natasha have an awesome podcast shooting here in Petty Cash Studios, and I was just a guest on there. We just worked with them before starting up here. So thanks, guys.
1: Cool. Man, um, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm so high. I'm going to try a maple pancake Trader Joe cookie.
0: Okay, great. How is that hitting you? Does it taste like a maple pancake? I guess I could just try my own. Here we go. Oh, no, it's too dry. Right off the top. Mm-mm.
1: It is a good cookie, but it's not a stoner cookie. Nope. It's a very good, if you like to have white wine at 6.30 every night cookie.
0: <laughs> There's a cookie for that?
1: There's a cookie for that, and it's this maple dry pancake.
0: I didn't know there was white wine at 6.30 cookies. That oh, seems man. insane. Tea time. Who is that person? Tea
1: time. No. All the British.
0: No, the Brits don't drink. The Brits have been drinking since noon first. <laughs> wine does not happen at 6.30. Oh, so tea
1: time is more of a different kind of break
0: tea time has, you don't you don't know what tea time mark is pointing at himself i'm not sure what he what are you pointing oh tea oh he's white wine at 6 30 yeah. i get it i get it okay <laughs> i so you're the pinot grigio bottoms up at 6 30 i i hear you i so tea time do you really not know what tea time is
1: tea time's around uh 4 30 and it's okay. a big tray mm-hmm. with different sandwiches some big well all small actually some and big you, <laughs> and you have like you know there's a hoagie over here <laughs> the american tea time oh that's just a wonderful. platter of hoagies yeah. <laughs> yeah. and some diet pepper yep diet doctor
0: pepper yeah exactly i'm sorry to and interrupt just, your like, description no and it has
1: like a big tub of mayonnaise for you to dunk in stuff like that a duncan tub a duncan tub of mayo yeah. yes this would be <laughs> that's american Missouri tea time, tea time. <laughs> specifically yeah no shit
0: i don't know what other states i could say that about but since you're from there i figure like you could Hop in to defend
1: Missouri if it I needs would, to be defended. I, there's no one, no mm. two, it's some redneck, fucking big fat shit. Like, okay, fuck it, man.
0: Well, I uh, to t- tea time, not my kind of
1: people in most of Missouri. That's okay. just how
0: that is. All right. I, I mean, there's so many cool people that I've met from Missouri, but I guess none of them are there. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's
0: what are you saying? They left Missouri,
1: is yeah. what I'm saying. Come on, no
0: tea time. Besides, so you're reaching for this other cookie, which is my other favorite Trader, Trader Joe's. Uh, these sprinkles walk into a sandwich cookie. Now, these sandwich these co- sandwich cookies would be excellent for tea time because tea time is little sandwiches. Sometimes high tea does have a tray. We did just see on you're top. Chef,
1: so slick.
0: What are you talking about?
1: I put that cookie on top of the thing for myself. Yeah, and somehow it's in your hand. Yeah. Because you just started talking and swiped it at one, I didn't even realize. It, mm-hmm. You basically pickpocketed the watch right off my wrist. But it's a cookie. That's
0: right. I'm a cookie. Oh. A fucking.
1: That knife. was so fucking slick. Mary Smooth Jane. as fuck. Uh huh. God damn. I'll reach for a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, you Help <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had a one topic, but we can keep riffing if you well, want. I
0: just wanted to finish what tea time actually is, which is not white wine at six thirty. It's <laughs> earlier. It doesn't have booze. And it has tiny sandwiches and scones with clotted cream and stuff. But Real Tea Time was um, a break for the, I believe, like the working class when they would have their main meal of the day at lunch. And that was called dinner. was actually at lunchtime. Oh. This is how I grew up. Like in my, where I grew up, it's you have breakfast, dinner, and supper.
1: And I would say skip breakfast always. Have Camp. two lunches and two Not dinners. Not if you're working
0: in a factory. You gotta have breakfast. Well,
1: right. But by name, I mean. But you gotta have
0: breakfast. And then dinner is your midday meal. And then supper is a light meal before you go to bed. So, tea time is kind of in there to like get you through the day, is really what it's about.
1: I don't know anyone who's on that kind of schedule.
0: Well, not anymore because we don't work in factories.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like the idea of like a light mid, a light dinner being like making sense. So you can wake up the next day and get back at it. Mm-hmm. Oof.
0: Or like farmers, you know, because yeah. you start work at like five in the morning. And you like have whatever it is, just like get you through the morning and then you come home at like noon and you eat a huge fucking meal and then you go back up from work for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. You're so bored right now. I can see your eyes like
1: going away. No, because you're making me think of how to become a lumberjack. Mm -hmm. And I bet it's that kind of shit. I bet you got to get up early. Mm -hmm. You got to eat like a big lunch with some carbs and some protein. Mm -hmm. Not really a lot of vegetables because you ain't trying to like go back home in the middle of the day. You're trying to like Mm -hmm. keep it sturdy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a hard female, work. That's a, a f- hard work diet schedule is what that is.
0: Yeah. I'm full on that eating schedule right now as evidenced by the fact that I just ate two cookies and it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. I want to be like this Russian weightlifter who I follow. She's amazing. And she's like, I don't want to be, you know, I can't even remember how she says it, but she says like, I don't want to be muscular to Definitely. look good. No, I, I want to be muscular it. to fight like a bear is what oh. she actually says. And she's just like yoked. And I find that exciting.
1: Damn. That's cool.
0: It's mm-hmm. It's hot.
1: Damn. Heck yeah. (laughs) Like this is, this is my kind of fucking up, yo. Mm -hmm. Eating cookies and talking about getting strong and powerful and changing the world. Yeah. I'm down with it. That's real nice. Also, this second cookie, the three sprinkles, these sprinkles walk into a sandwich Mm -hmm. cookie. It's called these sprinkles walk into a sandwich cookie.
0: And I've brought it to every single function that I've been to in the last, I brought it on the high and mighty live stream that we did with Gabras. yeah I brought it to a dinner party last week that I went to um same I have box an, new box I have an extra box in my car no 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 I'm bringing these as like a host gift oh you're I'm coming going.
1: strapped with mm-hmm.
0: these yeah instead of a bottle of wine I'm bringing these cookies
1: wow I can't think of a better ringing endorsement for a cookie than that they're fucking good wow these and, sprinkles walk into a sandwich
0: yeah it's just kind of decadent you know it tastes like birthday cake mm-hmm. I'm into like that super oh, like it's It's over the top sweet. It's too sweet, actually. But it's, I think, again, like filling that hole of like what I'm not doing right now, which is drinking white wine at 630 with Mark.
1: (laughs) Well, let me ask you this. Actually, we've never talked about this for our stonedness before. Mm -hmm. Do you prefer one meal that just punches you in the fucking face with like butter and salt and umami and then followed by a dessert that is just the pop off of too much sugar, which means there's no room for anything after this sugar necessarily. Would you rather something like that or to like eat some delicious snacky things all throughout the night and just kind of like keep it, keep the train moving. But the salty, savory sweetness is kind of, you know, more of a stream than a tsunami.
0: Um, I'm a grazer all day.
1: You graze. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I love a Heavy fucking meal that knocks my dick off. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. I like to be uppercutted by food. Yeah. And then I'm done with it because I just got TKO'd. Mm-hmm. Huh. And you like to like kind of check out the field.
0: Yeah. And I will, I will, because I know, I mean, we've like hung out for movie nights together where like we'll get a bunch of takeout and you'll just go until you're done and then the dessert comes out. And then I kind of know that's like you're shutting it down. Yep. But I will generally like even hop around from the sweet back to the savory.
1: Jesus Christ. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, like I love, I love, you know, like I was just hanging on a rooftop with some friends last week and we had meat and cheese and I had brought these cookies and there were some other sweets and there was like some falafel and some hummus. And it was like this amazing spread. And I love the fact that we all smoked a joint and then we just ate with no concern for what was going into our mouths versus sweet versus savory at any time. Like I would eat a cookie and then I would reach over and grab a piece of salami and put some goat cheese on it. And then, then I would have like you know, a handful of like honey roasted almonds. And it was just fantastic. There was yeah. no judgment. It was just four friends hanging out on a rooftop, like putting stuff in our mouths.
1: <laughs> you love a picnic.
0: Yeah, I do love a picnic. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: the style of a picnic. And you like- America's tea time.
0: You like the, uh, the uh like, I don't know, like the, what's the um fighting where there's no rules and people hurt each other?
1: MMA. My world, my mind. MMA. Oh, MMA.
0: Your world. <laughs> People are just raging in the ring inside your head right now, <laughs>
1: punching each other in the dick. Fucking twisted
0: man. Oh my god. Ah. No, you just like going until you have to be like wheeled out. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it.
1: I'm a cross between the um pigs in uh spirited away okay the the mother father who's turned into pigs mm-hmm. and the guy on Monty Python who has an after dinner mint just Ooh. a
0: waffethin dinner mint yes. sir mr creosote mr creosote uh-huh.
1: exactly <laughs>
0: I can't eat another bite. (laughs) Oh, man. That's that's good stuff. Good times. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's Uh, me.
0: What do we got here at Petty Cash Studios? We've got some photos. Uh, If you're watching our YouTube, go check us out. Uh, And we are now streaming live on Twitch on Mondays when we're recording as well, thanks to producer Mark. So check us out on all the platforms where you can look at us as well as hear us. What's this going on here, Mike? It's a picture of a toothbrush.
1: I was at your place. Mm -hmm. We were going to a function. Mm -hmm. I apologize because I would never want anyone to see me brush my teeth. It's a private (laughs) thing. And I came around the corner and I should have known you were brushing your teeth because we were going to this thing. And when I looked though... I invaded a private moment of you brushing your teeth. And I don't mean like it was like crazy. I just mean like <laughs> it wasn't like brushing... putting
0: a tampon in or anything. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> two things at once, two hands. Wow, that's a real pat your head, <laughs> rub your belly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> brushing my teeth and putting a tampon in? Yeah. I've never in my life, no woman on the planet has ever brushed her teeth while putting a tampon in at the same time. You don't think so? You got to stop the toothbrushing to handle the... Wow. Yeah.
1: Are we allowed to do at this? I don't know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool if you tried to do it. <laughs>
0: People would be so excited. They'd be like, "He's so progressive." Yeah, Mike Glazer tried to put a tampon in while brushing <laughs> his teeth. <laughs> it would totally go viral. Anyway. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. I don't want the kind of comments you get on your fucking It's the Mayo. I already screwed myself once by saying, oh, you should whisk that. And everyone's like, you're a fucking fool. It was
0: amazing. People came for you so hard when you commented that you should, I should whisk the dressing. Yeah. I, yeah. It was I, great because it was like an, it's a video that like a lot of people are weighing in on and then people were just jumping on you. And I was like, no, no, he's a friend. It's okay.
1: Right. He's but, an ally. But no, nope, they were like, not here for that, dude. I know, which is great. good. I don't mind adding... I'll add to anyone who I believe in's algorithm as a troll if they want me to, just to bring that Fantastic. heat inside, you know. Great, yeah,
0: love it. So, okay, you invaded my oh. private toothbrushing. I moment. saw you,
1: yeah, and you it was see? right at the beginning of you brushing your teeth. Okay,
0: <laughs> I'd put you... my tampon in. Evidently, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you put the water on the brush and mm-hmm. then put the toothpaste on. After you put the water on the brush, okay, and then you brushed your teeth, and that's when I was like, "I gotta get out of here." Why? Because you wet the toothpaste. Why would I wash the toothpaste off
0: the brush that I just put it on?
1: You oh, you use a strong stream when you wet the brush. No, you but just there's no it. point.
0: Yeah, there's no point in like wetting the toothpaste because the toothpaste is gonna get wet in my mouth with my saliva and the water on the brush. It's like a little moisture sandwich
1: wow you're crazy with i thought your weird I, that's like no, refrigerating
0: I, peanut butter you're doing it entirely wrong mike
1: i, I like it that way because i can roll it into balls easier one because roll it, it, it won't into spread. Balls. yeah peanut butter won't spread when it's in the fridge but you can roll it into <laughs> balls and pop them in your mouth one two um i i think that watering the toothpaste activates the toothpaste. I think it gets excited because it knows saliva is coming and that starts breaking down the cell walls. And next thing you know, your active toothpaste hits that saliva and it's magic.
0: You think that your toothpaste actually has like a chemical property where the water does something to it and it changes it. It like transmogrifies it before you put it in your mouth. Yes. What fucking Harry Potter toothpaste are you using? (laughs) Tom's. Tom's why do you have such nice teeth that's like impossible
1: I know Tom's is straight Are now. you
0: secretly using something else and you're saying Tom's because they're paying you because you do not have Tom's teeth okay <laughs> Tom's of Maine is not a good teeth, huh? yeah, yeah listen no not crooked I have crooked teeth but like Tom's of Maine does not get your teeth looking nice but they're not good like I had a dentist once tell me Of all of the teeth and mouths that he saw, he was like the ones that are always the worst use Tom's and I never have to ask. Yeah. So sorry, Tom's. You don't have Tom's. No.
1: No. The warning on Tom says like, it'll make you think it's okay.
0: Right. (laughs) Warning, (laughs) not real (laughs) toothpaste.
1: Concentrate. Um, Toothpaste from concentrate. I
0: used to use that charcoal powder. Have you ever used that crazy black charcoal powder? I'm not
1: doing blackface in my mouth.
0: It doesn't look great. It's true. It doesn't look great. It's true. It's not. It doesn't look great. It's very scary. It's also a weird feeling because it's like grit. Like if you ever brushed your teeth with like just straight baking soda when you've run out of toothpaste. Yes. It's like that same. It's a freaky feeling. Yeah. 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 I kind of enjoy it when I'm high. Like the like like a weird, you know, grit on my teeth can be kind of entertaining when I'm stoned like this cookie, for instance.
1: (laughs) Do you really, would you try activating the toothpaste before? No,
0: dude, you are crazy Um, Oh, producer Mark is saying that his wife Sheena uses a clay toothpaste That's bentonite clay, that stuff's crazy What? I don't even know, it's very clean, clean living, clean eating, good for your body
1: mm, I just see her opening her mouth and it looks like mud
0: Oh, yeah, I use, um I go to CVS and I get whatever is two for one on sale, and I usually buy four, and it's usually like the Scope whitening or whatever, like Crest or Colgate. But I'm definitely which one do you believe in more? I don't need to activate any of them, and um,
1: I didn't want to get to this part. Crest,
0: I'm a Crest girl. You what
1: the part where you say that you don't want to activate your toothpaste so i tried to interrupt so that you wouldn't say the part that goes against (laughs) my and then you were like i'm plowing through fuck you i
0: don't need to activate my toothpaste i put the little toothbrush and i get the bristles wet and then the toothpaste goes right like dude what are you talking about
1: it's so wild please everyone let us know
0: Is this like that banana thing where everyone does it the other way and I'm like, you're crazy and everyone's on your side?
1: It's been real nice to get a lot of messages about how people open a banana and use a spoon and the peel as a cutting board to pour into your cereal.
0: Straight up. I saw another podcast with two dudes talking and they were talking about opening a banana and one of them broke it in half. And I was like, they straight up saw weed and grub and ganked that from us. I
1: know they did. Fuck Yes, they did. (laughs)
0: but I, I i'm still mind blown so okay d- d- anyone listening to this anywhere in the world do you truly think that you need to put water on your toothpaste to activate it first or, or is mike insane
1: no 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 <laughs> those no, are no. your choices no 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 mm-hmm. water activates the tooth, toothpaste or do you sandwich the toothpaste between waters
0: uh Right. You sandwich the water. I sandwiched I sandwich the toothpaste between the water on the bristles and my in my mouth. Yes. Okay. Okay.
1: Sandwiches and activation. All right. Uh,
0: all right let's, l- let's hear. it. I mean, write to us. So we've got all of DMs. And make it
1: handwritten. Yeah. I'm sick of these fucking emails oh. and DMs. Write us a letter.
0: Oh my god. We've had some letters over the years.
1: Not in pen. It would
0: be nice to have another letter. You can email. You can mail it to Mike at what's your address?
1: 1319 North Fairfax Avenue, Apartment Six, Nine Zero Zero Four Six. Nice. Fuck um, you, Mark. Who cares? We can cares? that if you want to. No, I don't.
0: <laughs>
1: um, grow up. Or
0: you can... E- grow grow up. up. Oh, I fucking hate that. That's so <laughs> triggering to me. I know. I'm sorry. Bro, do not with that.
1: I I was saying it jokingly, but I hear you on any tip. Right? Yeah.
0: Like, those are the two worst words that you. I feel like you can say to anyone ever at any time to make them hate you. Yeah. Grow up. I had a person... Tell me to grow up, just in the Instagram comments, and I was fucking bent out of shape. Yeah, because it's like it's a it's just like a weird petty little dig. Number one, like, what are we talking? We're not nobody's a child. We are all adults. We're all having a conversation, and um, I don't know. It just felt like such a weird. I don't even know why it triggers me so much. Do you have the same reaction to it if someone told you to grow up?
1: Well, for me, it's uh, it's childhood shit where yeah. um, I wanted to be a grown up so badly mm-hmm. that like um. Pleasing the adults around me was more important to me than actually like having an opinion or thinking my own thoughts. It was more like, how will these people like me? Mm -hmm. And so now when I hear it, I immediately think about looking up to everyone and just being like small. Mm. And I don't like feeling small. So hearing like grow up makes me feel small
0: interesting yeah for me it's related directly to sexism and that int- that comment was actually from a woman who told me to grow up so it wasn't like she 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 thought she was being sexist but it's just like that like the thing you're talking about is meaningless it's so dismissive you know what i mean um and her comment was about i don't know, fucking abortion probably or what And she was like grow up and i was like this is grown up we we're talking about grown-up shit yeah i want to come over to your house and i want to hurt you <laughs> for saying that i really am triggered by it So don't tell me to grow up. What's the next picture? (laughs) Mike's willing to sit with me being uncomfortable. Oh, here's something I was truly told to grow up about. Mike bought me uh, something at Seth Rogen's houseplant sample sale that was not uh, what I expected. So what did you think this was when you were purchasing uh, said object for me at the houseplant sample sale? Mike?
1: I thought it was candlesticks. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And they are candlesticks. No, they're not. But they're not candlesticks. Correct. But they say houseplant candlesticks. Correct. They are two candles connected by the wick, which I and many other people <laughs> think are candlesticks. <laughs> Yet uh-huh. data data shows shows if we're going to play that game, if we're going to play the data game, yeah, data shows that that candlestick is not a candlestick.
0: Oh my. God, you don't even... I just came in my pants hearing you say that. Thank you. Very much. (laughs) You went to the sample sale and were kind enough to kind of shop for me because you knew that I was like super into all of the... You know, I love the houseplant stuff. It's fantastic. No, you can't. No, this... Come on. Please. What? Come on. What? What are you commenting me?
1: I don't... I'm trying to get away from saying something nice and then saying something mean. Like I I like I love Houseplant but like yo that's not a candlestick. That's so crazy.
0: How do you want to tell the story?
1: Well, it's just that like of course we love Houseplant. They're the best celebrity brand in the world. They're okay. the only ce- celebrity brand I fuck with. Okay. But you put a curse on me and Billy and how everywhere I look are to candles. Here,
0: hear, hear you tell the story.
1: I'm just bummed because I was wrong.
0: I want you to stand the fuck up for yourself and say that you were right.
1: Ah, so I was right, but (laughs) I was wrong. And that's the problem, Mary Jane. You look things up and then you use that information to make a claim that is correct.
0: People are still yelling at me about this, Mike. It is not definitively decided. That's what I'm saying is you can fight to the death on this hill. Like there is no definitive. I, I thought that these candlesticks. Okay, just to give everyone the context. Mike went to the sample sale. He did what I was trying to say was a nice thing, but then he came for me. So leave that aside. Mike bought me some fucking candlesticks and it doesn't matter why. Um, but I was trying to shop through his text message photographs. And I was like, he said, they have candlesticks. And I was like, oh my God, I love candlesticks. I would love a, a set of candlesticks. Thank you so much. He delivered the bag of stuff to my house and I was taking them all out of the bag and I opened the candlesticks. And I was like, these are not candlesticks. These are wax taper candles. What's happening? (laughs) It was a Saturday afternoon. I posted a fucking Instagram reel about it. And people went crazy. I also shared it to Facebook, which I have to say, it was where a lot of the debate happened around this. It did. Because people were bored on a Saturday. And people, including Natalie, friend Natalie, who listens to the podcast, were like, hey, dum-dum. Those are candlesticks. They're candles shaped like sticks. And I was like... I feel insane because my whole entire grown-ass life and childhood, my whole life, candlesticks are the things that you put a candle into. And Natalie and the rest of the internet and you evidently on tour with Billy were like, no, dum-dum, that's a candle holder. And I was like, okay. So I just went on with my day feeling like kind of humbled and like I had learned something that I would just always been wrong. It was like I used to pronounce the word um, misled. I used to say Misled.
1: Right. And you say, instead of shown.
0: I used to say, (laughs) I used to say it the Canadian way, Sean. Now I know I'm in America. I got to adapt. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess I've just been wrong my whole life. These are candlesticks. And the things that I thought Mike was getting me were candle holders. And then
1: they hold the sticks,
0: right? The candle holder holds the candlestick. And then a bunch of people were like, hold up, girl. I got you. Wikipedia says a candlestick is a metal or glass object designed to hold a candle. And we were off to the races. I have posted four videos about this on my Instagram. Not Part one, two, three, and four about... People pouring in. People. One one woman told me to go fuck myself. A woman I have never met, Karen. Something that truly crazy. Told me go fuck yourself and blocked me on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> over this raging debate. And listen, the truth is that Merriam-Webster, the Oxford Dictionary, a bunch of other places define a candlestick as the object that holds a candle. These would be wax tapers. In some places, they are also called candlesticks, but the accepted definition of candlestick is the object that holds a candle. And the fucking punch of, like, the one-two knockout fucking f- fuck-you-I'm-right punch was, what is the weapon in Clue, bitches? Mm.
1: Fucking what a mic drop.
0: What is the weapon in Clue? You think it's a wax taper? No, oh. dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
1: fucking candlestick! <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, so I made. I mean, look, if you're watching our uh, our YouTube, oh, I don't think can, Yeah, I I made crazy videos about it. I I went insane. Here's one of them on the screen of me losing my mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, it's <laughs> fucking zooms in I'm on your like, face next I, to the word wrench. I
0: green screen it. <laughs> I'm zooming in, and I look insane. But I was like, I cannot. People, women and men alike, old and young, everyone coming for me different. No, you're an idiot. Oh, my God. I didn't know this. How could they? I mean, it was a true candle brouhaha. And, and then, this is the final chapter. Phew, today, I texted you about this, Mike, because I thought you were behind this.
1: Oh, I'd never apologize.
0: I Not not on this podcast. You won't. <laughs> But there's a curse on you that you need lifted, so there I thought is, this was part of it.
1: There is everywhere Billy and I look, we're seeing candles, and we never notice candles.
0: So you have to say what you and Billy were up to during this whole candle thing. Because okay, so, I was texting with you about
1: it. Well, yeah, because we came for you because we were on the road doing gateway shows, and um, and you and I, uh, I saw all the hubbubble blue uh-huh. and I showed it to Billy, and we were both like, "She's f- fucking dumb." And so we started, what a dumb bitch, man. And so we started like talking shit about you. Because
0: you were like, those are candles, the wax candles are candlesticks. And
1: then I started commenting on the IG and so did Billy. And then we're texting you like funny, what we think is funny because we're kind of like making fun of you stuff. Mm -hmm. Then, turns out we were wrong. And... So we And so now him and I emailed you because we're seeing candles everywhere. He sent me a picture. He's in a store he's never been in. There shouldn't be candles in the store and there's fucking candles there. I went over to your place and there was candles, like new fresh candles beautiful, all candles. over. I was like, what the fuck? We're cursed. So Billy and I emailed you, dear Mary Jane, mm-hmm. and we laid out a five point plan onto why we should not be cursed anymore. Yes. And um you wrote back, um uh love the plan here's my plan you fuck around you find out take care mary jane (laughs) and i was like god damn
0: (laughs) it was a very funny mail thread uh billy you're fucked and um (laughs) you're never gonna get away from the curse and uh yeah and he it was so funny because the picture that you guys sent that billy had seen in some random i don't know where he was but it said wax tapers yes Printed out. I yeah. was like,
1: "Yes, bitches." Like it's like a zoo qualification for like a type of penguin. Yeah, a wax taper. Wax
0: tapers. They're not candlesticks. Also, Seth Rogan, What are you doing? I mean, you're Canadian. I have you know, I have high hopes that you would know what a candlestick is, dude. <laughs> okay. Final chapter of the candlestick saga. Perhaps, or who knows? Maybe, maybe this will go forever, and it's your private. Well, it has home, to, like... because
1: this is like still unsolved.
0: It is unsolved today. A mystery package showed up at my home, and I busted it open, and it's these three beautiful glass candlesticks, but very unsatisfyingly, no note, I have no idea who they're from, and also the package did not say candlesticks, it just says glassware, (laughs) (laughs) which was very frustrating. But um, I got mailed random candlesticks as a gift by someone.
1: Also I don't know known who it as is. Glassware. Also yeah. known
0: as Glassware. And thank you, whoever this was. I will he track you down. You a secret admirer. I, don't, I mean, thank you. I thought it was you and Billy trying to get out of the curse. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, boy. it was. It was a heated debate you know?
1: Pretty wild. I love, that's my favorite way to spend a weekend is doing an, a long something.
0: It was so silly it's fun, and I had such a good time with it. It was really fun. Like doing the parts one, two, three, and four. And then like just seeing it on Facebook and like friends of my sisters in Port Townsend going crazy. Like, um, there was some dude who came onto my candle video and said, nobody cares, Karen. <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, our friend Ike hopped in and he was like, having looked at your profile sebastian it seems that nobody cares about you while this video has 6 million views or whatever 6000 views and it was just like yeah people are getting into it in my defense <laughs> cuz my candlesticks
1: it's crazy are it you going to so use funny. the seth rogans what are you going to do make a psa i uh,
0: yeah i feel like this is a psa they've but- got to stay intact and i'm going to return i mean you can't return them cuz you got them at that sample sale but like i'm going to hang on to them until he comes on this podcast and then I'm going to...
1: little gotcha journalism.
0: Yeah, I'll be like, hey, Seth, you think I can murder you with this? And then it's just, that's the interview. He'll leave.
1: and the, Or the lights go out, <laughs> we wake up, lights yeah. go
0: on. Oh, no, someone murdered Seth with a wax taper. <laughs> with a wax Impossible. taper. Impossible.
1: He's choked out by the wick. I mean, That'd be we're not way. making
0: death threats, Seth. We are actually truly asking you to come on the podcast and be a friend of Weed and Grub. But uh,
1: Well, if you like that bit, you should. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're wax tapers. <laughs>
1: She can't leave it alone. Oh,
0: my goodness. No wonder
1: you like Steve Albini.
0: Uh, yeah. Talking about uh, like random, funny and cool and famous people. Uh, Steve Albini just made me laugh so hard on Twitter that I wanted to share it because I know you know him.
1: He's cool. I
0: can't believe More you cool fucking than cool. know Stephen Albini.
1: Stephen, Steve Albini and Heather Winna, Chicago. Donate to Heather Winna's um Chicago Kids Charity. They give Christmas gifts to kids, mostly in the form of money and bills and books. It's really good. Uh, and Steve Albini. Steve Albini. Who can cook like a motherfucker and play poker like a motherfucker too.
0: Which I've only learned from knowing you and from following him on Twitter. Of course, he's the fucking legendary producer, rock rock and roll producer of all fucking time. He produced Nevermind, one of my favorite albums of all time. Um,
1: it's cool that people will know who he is from Twitter and then retroactively discover him because of how good he is at Twitter. Right. It, it's the kind of thing where people knew people Generations will find him and then find out who he is. And that's there's no way to lose.
0: Well, that's what happened with this fucking dum-dum. <laughs> I like saying dum-dum. <laughs> this dum-dum. Um, Charlie Carell, Carol, who I believe is a poker player. And Steve uh, had responded to one of Charlie's tweets of something to do with uh, trans rights. And Steve had just—I don't have the original tweet that Charlie had tweeted, but it was something obviously Steve was like just took fucking issue with, and he was like, you know, you're not willing to have a, a, a conversation in good faith because you call it quote transmania. I don't know what the original quote is, so sorry that's not contextualized here. But the funny not a thing great is, word
1: we can agree that's not a great word. Yeah,
0: and he—I don't need
1: context to know I don't dig that word for me. And
0: for me, Albini's bulletproof. Albini's like Roxanne Gay. You're like whatever, whatever they say. I also think (laughs) 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 they're a North Star, you know what I mean? Okay. And uh, I mean, I don't know, but generally, I guess, saying I don't want to like fangirl out too hard. But anyway, he had just responded. And then this dude, Charlie Carroll, retweeted it and said, this guy is paying for likes and follows, right? Engagement (laughs) analytics on this are nonsensical. And then Steve Albini just replied, this is legitimately the funniest thing anybody has ever said about me. And it just fucking tickled me so much because then this guy just- And it just, blew up. It blew the fuck up. And then this dude, Charlie Carroll, just lost his mind. And he was like, who are you? I don't even fucking know. And he was like, it's outperforming every other creator for some reason. You're clearly And Albini was like, he says, consider just maybe that you're framing as an example of you kicking yourself in the dick. And then when people see that pointed out, they think, hey, yeah, and click like. But then people below that are just fucking- dogpiling this guy ah yes steve albini who famously just wants people's approval because he is so super famously the dude who was like i don't want fucking notoriety i don't want to be i don't want to be anything but like an artist and chilling and doing shit on my own time on my own terms his
1: talent and business practices his Mm -hmm. talent as a producer second to none fucking people trust him he trusts them they make great fucking iconic records Secondly, the way he works with artists is second to none in an industry full of sharks, snakes and yeah. dishonest people.
0: And it's not about clout. Like this dude who was like, yeah, right. The guy who said he'd rather crawl over rusty razor blades than sign a major record deal is clout chasing. Like Steve Albini is the literal last person to buy any fucking engagement likes or follows. So this dude fucked around and found out in a very funny way. And I just thought it was I was like, Mike knows him. I want to talk about that on the pod.
1: Yeah. He's a real don't fuck fuck around and find out. Yeah. Yeah. and uh. For real, check out uh, his Instagram and Heather's because the food that they make is insane. He can cook like a motherfucker. The
0: fucking coolest. Yeah. And in Chicago.
1: Yeah. When we were hanging out there, it was like midnight and I was just catching up with Heather because I hadn't seen him in a while. And he just brought her like this gooey egg sandwich on toast with butter.
0: You mm, know what I'm saying? A
1: midnight love sandwich? Oof, it was awesome.
0: That's a love sandwich. There you go. Mm-hmm.
1: And the news. Um,
0: Yeah, well, if Steve would ever come on the pod, if we ever maybe end up in uh, Chicago doing anything, and we could have him and Heather on the pod, that would be a dream.
1: Okay, and then we'll go to Girl and Goat.
0: Sweet, and then we'll talk to Stephanie. Izard. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's her joint, right? Yeah, it is. Sweet.
1: Yeah, that would be real fun.
0: Um, Grablik (sighs) Gazette.
1: If we have to. <laughs> we gotta do. Uh,
0: people people listen to us to get the news, I think.
1: And they do. Is and that it's, something this, that happens? It's just that I'm having a great time and sometimes the news is like, this is why I don't read, you know?
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here to be a bummer. So <laughs> if you're just tuning into uh, Weed and Grub for the first time, that's, that's what we do. Mike uh, is funny and I am a drag. <laughs> Funny. So uh, Grubly Gazette this week, I actually became aware of this because of our friends over at Beer Bros Farms. If you don't follow them on IG, they're a great follow for weed news and just generally like finger on the pulse of everything good in cannabis. And they had written about this. So I pulled up the story from the Tampa Bay Times. The headline is Pinellas Judge Denies Defendants Use of Medical Marijuana Suggests Xanax Instead. So this judge Dorothy Vaccaro told a 21 year old woman that she probably wasn't suffering from PTSD or cancer and therefore shouldn't use medical marijuana. And when this woman who was in front of her in the court, this Dorothy Vaccaro is a a judge and she was at a court hearing and the woman was like, "Uh, I use it to treat my anxiety. And this judge said anxiety wasn't a sufficient reason to take medical marijuana, and that she should instead consider Xanax, Uh a benzodiazepine that is highly fucking addictive and Uh has insane, widely known, really fucking awful side effects.
1: One of them being more pills.
0: Yeah. So uh, this woman, Judge Dorothy Vicaro, is not a doctor. She's a fucking Pinellas County judge. And um, yeah, she was giving this medical advice to this woman who was in front of her, who was not a fucking patient. She was a defendant in a misdemeanor DUI case and um it's just crazy you know Florida has a medical marijuana program um I think there's fucking tons of problems with it that we don't but need she's to get not into a doctor but there's 800,000 Floridians who have medical marijuana cards and this woman is a judge and um yeah she's feels like she has the
1: what you are you know. doing judge
0: yeah what are you doing
1: find a doctor
0: if at- you have a medical marijuana recommendation that's legal under the state of fucking program and you go in front of a judge the judge should not be able to question your use of that legal state legal medical fucking prescription any more than they should be able to question you having a prescription for any other drug right
1: yeah especially one prescribed by a judge
0: yeah (laughs) i know (laughs) that's a good point to just keep making
1: yeah (laughs) she's a judge let everyone continue to realize it's a law she's a judge it's a a law person Mm -hmm. not a medical person
0: not a medical person just saying Yep. Um, she said anxiety can be done a different way through Xanax, right? So they can deal with that that way. And there's a drug that they can give you. Um, the woman's lawyer evidently told the judge his client would get on Xanax. Of course. Unfortunately, that's how right. that ended. So this is from this is newly being reported. It's from a um recording from a January 12th hearing that was obtained by the Tampa Bay Times. I guess they're breaking this news a couple months after this actually happened, but like, it's just so fucked that, I mean, this is the deal, right? The people are still fighting to have their legally prescribed medicine recognized as something that is in the same pantheon as any other, you know, thing that you take to moderate your mood or treat pain or anything like that. Like, it's just nuts.
1: Agreed. We need our own anonymous we need people who, who know how to use a VPN to follow the money to see why people like this judge are making medical decisions like Xanax. Like, I want to know who else she's friends with, who well, her a deal judge in is. She's Florida. So, like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why like, we need Weed Anonymous. Pool. We need hackers who care about weed, who want to like bust mm. open the fucking system and show what hypocrisy really looks like in the weed community. We need our own Guy Fox VPN using people to like bust this bitch up.
0: I hear you on that. And I agree with you on that. I also think that Anonymous is not successful at anything they do. And they're constantly dropping those videos with the person in that fucking mask and being like, look out, we're coming for you. And then nothing happens. So like-
1: But why? I don't, I'm not asking for a carbon copy. I'm asking for our own. I think like, I think we need a more successful version. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's a, yeah. Let's have that (laughs) soup. Could get
0: on this. Yeah.
1: I'm with that. That's a good point. Let me clarify with that asterisk. Of, I just a wish Anonymous were anonymous. more successful.
0: You know what I mean? Totally. We need some weed smoking Anonymous to like get shit done. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Better version. <laughs> Understood and good call. Yeah. Damn. Well, that news story wasn't as bad as I thought, except for the judge in the Xanax.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, she's just one of them. Uh, just like Florida right now is so crazy. I can't even begin to imagine what it's like to live there. Like. It's just a crazy thing. Do you place. think that Florida
1: is its own island, or do you think it is literally shaped like the head of a match, and that fire has been lit, and that match is going to carry through the rest of the United States?
0: Uh, ideologically, you mean? Or yeah. are you talking about the physical shape of Florida? Because it kind of does look like a match hanging down.
1: That's what I was wondering. It, it, it looks like a match, So right? if someone
0: actually lit Florida on fire, <laughs> would it, in fact, light the rest of the United States on fire? <laughs> I don't know. Who would blow that out from space?
1: Mm. Maybe Andrew
0: Tate, because he's up there. Oh, word. Remember? We shot him through the ozone hole
1: (laughs) on a rocket. I forgot we did for 10,000 points. That's right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess if you lit Florida on fire, who would blow it out? I mean, where is that going to spread to? I guess it would have to get all the way north to New York before someone would really like huff and puff and blow that fire out, right?
1: Yeah, but I don't think it would go that way. I think it would go towards the middle.
0: Who would blow out that fire first? Towards
1: the corn where the good burning is. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chicago.
0: Chicago would burn. Okay. Nice, maybe, Mark. maybe it just turns the entire st- country of the United States or the lower 48 into black ash and then it's just Canada and Alaska and we're like, woohoo.
1: I can finally move there.
0: Florida lit on fire. <laughs> and now everything's gone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Come to Alaska. It's the best place on earth. It really is. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. I want to move there. I'm done with, I'm done. Okay. I want to move to Alaska. I'm
0: going to Lisbon to check it out. For real?
1: Is there Lisbon, Alaska?
0: No, there's just Lisbon. Are you Portugal. just talking about
1: something you're into?
0: <laughs> yep. Ah. I'm just I'm talking about like if we're gonna leave the shores of this country and you're gonna go to well, I guess you're still gonna be in the U.S., but you'd be up in Alaska, which is so different. Yeah. I'm thinking uh, I want to go and check out Portugal. Mm. Decriminalized drugs, great food, amazing culture, beautiful art, um, a weird economy where everything is still kind of affordable. Near Spain. Sounds great. Yeah. All Great cheese. Visit. Yeah, definitely.
1: Great cheese. Okay. Great
0: cheese. Mm-hmm. What's this picture? Oh, <laughs> we got a little off track there. This is from this week's fellowship because I just want to give updates generally in what I'm learning in my uh, University of Vermont program. This week was all about post-harvest cannabis processing. And it was, of all of the weeks, I think, the one that truly broke my brain the most because we've learned about biology and chemistry and chemical compounds and agriculture and law and policy. This was the most sort of like the deepest dive, honestly. There was a 75-minute seminar that was just all about the different methods of extraction. And there are so many and so many ways uh, to to extract various compounds from weed. And this was just one slide that um, I thought was really interesting because it just basically shows how like when you're extracting cannabis, it really is important how you grow it because you're not just extracting cannabinoids, you're extracting everything that's in the plant, including like mold and pests and heavy metals and contaminants and all that sort of stuff. So it's just like something that's really interesting to think about when you're growing.
1: There's even... um business practices on here as part of that. That's really interesting. I've never thought of it that way.
0: It was really, really uh, incredible to, to sort of like listen through this whole seminar with this guy who is just so excited about extraction. And so it was really fascinating. Like he kept you really held and he was talking about like all of the best practices for Um, cultivation and extraction in order to have a viable cannabis business. It was like, I was like, man, anyone taking this course and class right now who's actually in it to start a cannabis business, a plant touching business, which I'm not, I'm just here to learn about it so I can write about it better. I was like, this, this course is going to light some fires. It's really exciting. Cool. Yeah, it was really neat.
1: Would you consider writing anything about this kind of thing?
0: For sure. For sure. I'm going to look for a lot of stuff to pitch out after, after this whole fellowship, but this whole world of extraction. This is a crazy way to think about weed. it It was so neat. Cause I remember years ago when I had one of my first first assignments for Rolling Stone, I wrote about vape pens and I went to our friend Nima at Cannabiotics And I was like, can you just talk to me about the various forms of extraction? Yeah. And he talked to me about distillate versus live resin and all that kind of stuff. And he was like, you know, it was great because he was very, um, like he, he had a great way with, with words and he was, he said, uh, distillate was like hot dog water <laughs> and that's always stuck with me, you know, like things that'll stick in my non-science brain for that kind of stuff. And, um, so, yeah, this was just another cool sort of layer of of knowledge to learn about all of the different, you know, um, mechanical extractions, which are the like non-solvents, um, basically the solventless. So like rosin and hash and all that kind of stuff versus like all the closed loop extractions that use solvents like butane and ethanol. And yeah.
1: So the exciting thing about learning all the words that you're saying that I'm f- familiar with from going to grows with you mm-hmm. is thinking about those words in terms of I have this much money to start a business. Right. So where are my biggest margins within those words? How can I exploit those margins yeah. with like efficiency and care? But what products do I need to like make distillate if that's my first option to grow something? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's- like to think of it in monetary margin ways with what you're talking about, Um you can start a small business.
0: Yeah, it's really, and that's exactly right. Like the way to think about it, especially with distillate, for instance, like it is hot hot water because it uses all of the parts of the plant. And that's the sort of flip side of the coin is that it's also amazing because it's not wasteful at all. You're actually putting every piece of the plant into production to create that distillate. So there's, you know, you could be snobby about it or you could be like, this is a sustainable and amazing way to move forward with this Right method of extraction so and then
1: move into other types of extraction if yeah. you want if you're excited about those but make that distillate money
0: and it, it was really interesting to look into like the practices for scaling up and like how much plant matter you're actually going to need to like create extractions and all that kind of stuff and it made me think about when we were touring the stony moose and eric was showing us that beautiful ice water hash remember he pulled out that um that little case of jars and they just had like a, like kind of like a fairy dust amount, you know what I mean? And just to think about the huge amount of plant matter that you need just to get it all the way down to that. Like it's, it's pretty fascinating to think about, you know, the, all of the steps and all of the stages. And I'm sure that there are people listening to this. who are like, yeah, dumb, dumb, but I'm fucking learning.
1: Yeah. Fucking cool. Yeah. Dang. This fellowship is rad. Thank you for bringing something in every single week. Trying, about yeah. the week that you're learning about. Cause every time you do from how comparing cats Yeah. (laughs) To sativas, which made perfect sense in a way I'd never heard before. All
0: all weed is all domestic cats. Like they're all hybrids. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is dope shit.
0: Thanks. I also just learned that Alaska, because I had to write a piece about um, safety regulations uh, for homework, and I just learned that Alaska just uh, changed, as of April 16th, just changed the regulations to now allow infused dairy butter and fats which historically has not been allowed
1: they are, everyone's like how do you do ice cream how do you do ice cream because and it's they're like not you shelf can't stable. do it yeah. yeah
0: and they can they can expire really badly or really quickly so now they are allowing for p- facilities to produce infused dairy butter and fats but only for sale to other manufacturing facilities like you and I couldn't go into a dispensary and buy it yet but it is allowed now under the Alaska law to to um, manufacture infused fats
1: that's so smart and then you pull that data mm mm-hmm. To figure out how best to get it to consumers safely and within what window and what the rules and regs are. But first, let's get it into manufacturing and see what we need to learn.
0: And there will come the day when they have learned how to safely infuse like a tube of cookie dough that you can then take home like your own fucking toll house. It's just infused and every cookie will accurately be dosed with 10 milligrams or whatever it is that you want or you can
1: just make one big cookie yeah or eat the dough
0: or eat the fucking dough but it's just awesome it's uh yeah that's another thing that i was learning about those like if you are making a product that is going to be taken home and baked that's going to decarboxylate that'll add a step so it's actually going to change the chemical makeup of the weed so you can't lab test it pre and post like you can't test it once it's gone home with the consumer it's just all sorts of well that sounds a little further
1: away that's yeah. that's like down the road shit then. It is down the road. Yeah. You know. Um what's up? Oh, yeah. I'm having fun. Sorry. No, no, this is great. Okay, so that's cool.
0: that was the fun of this week, is learning about extractions. Oh what are we bringing uh, this
1: patriarchy back?
0: Listen, the banana contest, okay? I was just at Trader Joe's on my way here today, picking up all these cookies, and uh, I saw this outside, and I thought you and I should enter this because of your fucking renegade banana opening style.
1: We could enter a Trader Joe's contest? Yes. I'd love to. I okay. just saw
0: this. It's hashtag TJ's banana contest. Um, it... it It's I think. Oh, no. Did it end already? Sunday, April 30th. (gasps) Damn it.
1: You gate kept too long.
0: (gasps) Why did they have this billboard out today if it was over?
1: No, you can't. Oh, wait. You saw this today?
0: I took this photo on the way here. Oh,
1: I'm coming at you because I thought you were like (laughs) sitting on this for two weeks. No
0: way, man. I took this today. I'm so bummed. I want them to open up this contest.
1: Yet another reason to burn it down.
0: (laughs) Fuck the patriarchy. They screwed me over with a banana contest. I hate it. (laughs)
1: What was the contest?
0: Uh, create a banana-focused dish using Fiverr Fewer's TJ products. Take a photo. Include the list of ingredients, recipe instructions, and hashtag whatever, because it doesn't matter. And uh, and then post it on your Instagram account. But we can't do any of these things because...
1: What would you have done?
0: I would have just broken one in half and been like, <laughs> 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 hashtag Mike Glazer.
1: <laughs> do you think bananas would be good with Japanese flavors?
0: um gochujang like, gochujang i think is korean uh miso um Yes, I do think banana and miso would be delicious.
1: Yeah, because they always do miso caramel on mm-hmm. like top chef and stuff. Mm-hmm. Goshijong is Korean, huh?
0: I think so. Okay, but still I might be wrong. do you
1: think it would be tasty?
0: I you're a Go fanatic. I'm a
1: fucking freak.
0: You're a fucking weirdo. I Oh, you don't like it, Damn. No, I don't. <laughs> I like gochijong in certain things, but not like you do. Like you mix it with sour cream and just eat it like it's a just a delicious dish.
1: you said that and I just swallowed because it sounds so good and yeah. I want some for dinner.
0: Your go shijjong, I'll see your go shujang sour cream mix and I'll raise you a sriracha mayo.
1: Oh. I've
0: been making my own I think that's less mayo. than. I
1: think that's less than.
0: You think they're I oh, think I thought you were going to say they're scissoring.
1: <laughs> gochujang and yeah, sriracha my, mayo. My, my,
0: my sriracha mayo is scissoring your goshijong sour cream. What's going <laughs> to happen? It's just going to spooge all over the place. Yep. Slip, splap. I mean, listen. <laughs> I wonder gochujang. Yeah, we could just mix those all together and see what happens. But I, uh I do think I saw was it Buddha made the banoffee-inspired dessert yeah, on Top Chef? Yeah, that banana
1: shit looked crazy. And good. I have
0: been craving a banoffee banana situation since that because a banoffee pie, you've never had one, right? No. I think it's only, maybe it's a British thing, but it's like, it's all of the, it's like salty and sweet and custard and caramel and chocolate and biscuits and banana.
1: You just made me think of the most decadent dessert I could eat on an airplane in first class flying from here to London. Mm, you just yeah. made me like think of like such a trifly treat oh, that so I have to be in the air to properly enjoy it. It's, like that sounds delicious. Yeah.
0: Right. Like yeah. that banana, you know, banana pudding. I always think about that pie, that banana pudding, that um, pie that or cake yeah. that Christina made for Gabus's birthday. I just like, I love banana custard. I've been craving it. Also, I hope Buddha wins Top Chef. Who's gonna beat him? I don't know. I get nervous. Sometimes. He would only,
1: only he could only lose if he loses himself. He yeah. will not be beat by another contestant. The right. only way to beat him is if he beats himself. That's he's Rocky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's the Rocky of Top Chef.
0: He's my favorite favorite. I also do love Sarah and Amar has grown on me. For anyone, anyone who's watching Top Chef season and one the one million, the other dude,
1: uh, <laughs> Ali, eight, Ali, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh my God, he made that fucking Muhammara thing, and I was like, no, say I just it like the way he say says it, it. <laughs> Muhammadah.
1: i was like that's so hot when you say that i picture your tongue doing like a little bit of a roller coaster on the part. part? <laughs> it's
0: just sexy man
1: that's yeah. amazing <laughs> all um, right it's a great up season of top chef if anyone needs my um uh what's my password peacock is it on peacock oh
0: it's on peacock yeah i don't know what your i'll password give three peacock
1: people is. who dm me the password okay just hit me up or write me that letter and go all the way back to the beginning of this app. And, uh, and have you
0: know. Mike tell you to grow up <laughs> and I'll for write no back. apparent
1: reason. That's my password. <laughs>
0: <laughs> grow up 2023. Great. Uh, should we do Buds of the Week and wrap this baby up?
1: I- Yes, I'm having a lot of fun, but yeah, we got to go.
0: Your meter is going to expire and I have made it so long in L.A. with no parking tickets. And I've gotten three in the past three weeks. Whoa. Yo, dude, I forgot about the street cleaning and I truly thought my car was on the right side one day. That was one. Second was Easter Sunday. I thought it was a holiday. Evidently not.
1: Well, it's not.
0: No, I got Well, I'm contesting that one. Yes. Because I went to the library and it was closed. And I was like, if the library is closed, that's a fucking holiday. And number three was just me being a dick and thinking I could get away with it.
1: And I could not. Rolling the dice is okay, but the idea of a library being closed, yet you still get a ticket on a holiday? Yeah. uh, uh-uh. No, that right? does not stand. Yep. Go to that judge and give oh, yourself yeah. a little I've already script.
0: requested a hearing. I'm going to show up <laughs> and I'm going to be like, oh, hey, patriarchy, you can tell me what to do. I'm a woman.
1: And they're like, you need opioids. You need every opioid. Here's a prescription <laughs> for every single opioid. It's not enough weed in the world. <laughs> buddy to of the week. calm
0: this bitch down. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is my friend Paula. If you are looking at the YouTube, this is a picture of me uh riding Paula in a swimming pool when we were both like just at the end of the 3-day fucking bender. We were swimming in ball gowns. It was the most fun. She's been historically one of the most fun friends I've ever had. We met in 2001 in Seattle. She's been a rock for me throughout our whole friendship and um I love her so much and she was recently diagnosed with breast cancer and um I just, uh, you know, am rallying to send her all of the love from every place that she can get it because it's a fucking tough diagnosis. And she's doing a bunch of uh, healing modalities, including using THC oil. And um, so I just love and support her. And I just wanted to put this picture up because it's truly us like looking insane. But I just remember like the feeling of joy in my heart. And that's always been our our friendship is just silliness and fun. She's the kind of person who would ref- she would make you crazy because she refused to wait in line for anything, and she would always walk up to the front of the line and just get in. No, every time, every time. I never waited with her in line for once. I for could approach that anything, two ways. Anyway. I can
1: approach that the way that I feel, which is no. Uh-huh. I go. I could approach that as, damn, she got skills, which is also Mad skills.
0: true. And. By the end of, like, her getting in, like, the people who were, like, running the line or whatever would, like, be giving her their phone number and be like, let's hang out. Like what she's, a legend. Yeah, she's a, she's a legend. She's an icon. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. She's also got a wonderful um, British accent. It's, like, pretty hot.
1: Last question about her. Yeah. Uh, how does she feel about going to a restaurant at 8.30 that closes at 9? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Mark told me a pretty crazy tale, and we have gotten many... Many thoughts about um, restaurant etiquette. Do you have 30 seconds?
0: I do have 30 seconds. I believe, speaking for Paula, that Paula would not want to go into that restaurant because she would want to take her time and she would not feel like she could relax with people who were um, trying to get home. That's my guess because she's a good person.
1: Got you. Got you.
0: (laughs) Okay. What are people saying, Mike?
1: Uh, Well, we've just got a lot of people who are like, you sit there and enjoy your goddamn wine, Mary Jane. And I'm, and other people are like, I would never go. It'd be takeout only. I would never go in there to begin with. I would never sit there past clothes. I would, it's not enjoyable at that point. So it's split, split. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although, if I can tell Mark's story very quickly, uh, he went to the Thai place down the street with his wife, 8.30, Mm -hmm. 8.28. Mm -hmm. And they said, "Um, sorry, um, unless it's takeout, there's no seating right now because we're just like getting ready to close at nine.
0: Wow. Bold. 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 I would be like, well, I'm never coming back in here. And then I would be in the next night for just earlier.
1: <laughs> I'm early. <laughs> Told you. Proved it. Yeah.
0: Guess you taught me something, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Bud of the Week and your Bud of the Week, our final Bud of the Week, Willie Nelson. Happy 90th birthday, sir. Yes. Throw in a two-day bash at the Hollywood Bowl. His son, Micah Nelson, has been on the pod. Check out his album, Time Capsule. It's freaking amazing. The Particle Kid had a great up with us and sang with his dad and brother for two nights with a star-studded affair you can read all about it online go on youtube and watch all the videos fucking smoke a joint to this legend and um, enjoy the goddamn history and icon that willie nelson is
0: 90 years man that's so amazing and he's done so much for like music for fucking farm aid for weed culture for just being a great person like he's such a legend so happy birthday willie yeah, And if you ever want to beam into our studio for like 30 seconds via FaceTime because you have other shit to do, we're here for it.
1: Please. Anytime. Anytime. Beam it in. Yeah. Yeah, we'll send a joint signal into the air whoop, if you're whoop. watching. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us at Weed and Grub on Instagram, at Weed and Grub on YouTube, at Mike and Mary Jane on TikTok. One of our things just hit a million, Mary Jane. Congratulations. Wow. congrats, Mike. We, well, maybe we'll start posting on there more now that something hit a million. <laughs> You got my attention Yeah,
0: you got to That's fantastic (laughs) Numbers, numbers, numbers Yeah,
1: and then go to my Instagram At Glazer And check out all my tour dates I'm in Denver in May And a bunch of other places So please peep that And then follow Mary Jane at It's the
0: Mayo for me Making sandwiches And talking about sexism and misogyny Having a great time doing it Also looking for sandwich suggestions I'm, uh, you know, scraping the barrel at this point I'm going to make an egg egg salad tomorrow, I think
1: Ooh, I can't wait to see it Yeah Nice Last one hit 300K 400 (laughs) Bye, everyone.
0: Bye. <laughs>